The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss falling oil prices, China tariffs, and the NASDAQ. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Oil prices tumbled on Tuesday with the U.S. benchmark falling below $100 due to growing recession fears. An economic slowdown would reduce demand for petroleum products, and West Texas Intermediate, or WTI, was at one point down over 10%, trading as low as 97.43 per barrel before rebounding slightly. The international benchmark Brent crude was lower by almost 9.5% at $102.77 per barrel. Chicago-based oil and gas consultancy Ritterbush & Associates said in a letter to clients that, quote, the oil market appears to be homing in on some recent weakening in apparent demand for gasoline and diesel, end quote. Citigroup sees Brent prices falling to $65 per barrel by the end of this year if the economy dips into a recession. Citi has been one of the few firms to be negative on oil, while most other companies have called for oil prices to keep rising. Prices have remained elevated due to the continuing conflict between Russia and Ukraine, as well as concerns about shortages given Russia is a main supplier, especially to Europe. The price of both WTI and Brent hit highs earlier this year, and prices at the pump have responded, with the national average hitting a high of $5.16 on June 14th. The national average has since pulled back to $4.80. Despite the recent decline, some experts think oil prices are likely to remain elevated. Structural supply issues remain in the oil market, meaning that even if demand slows, prices could remain supported. Financial markets are trying to price in a recession. Physical markets are perhaps telling you that there's something else going on. This commentary from Goldman Sachs, who has a price target of $140 on Brent crude. It was announced this week that President Biden is considering ending some tariffs on Chinese imports implemented by President Trump. The tariffs of up to 25%, which were placed on Chinese goods as part of a trade war, cover hundreds of billions of dollars worth of Chinese imports, and a reduction of these tariffs would be used to help combat inflation. There is clear political motivation here. 
higher prices will be on the minds of American voters in midterm elections come November. But will the Biden administration actually lift the tariffs and who will benefit from their repeal? The White House appears to be split on the issue of lifting tariffs. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said this month that some cuts might be warranted because some of the tariffs, quote, ended up being paid by Americans, not the Chinese, and that hurt American consumers and businesses, end quote. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai took a slightly different view, suggesting that tariffs protect U.S. trade interests. Quote, the China tariffs are a significant piece of leverage, and a trade negotiator never walks away from leverage. End quote. Even if the government does lift tariffs, the changes might not be substantial. Lifting some tariffs would have a very modest effect in the short term. Removing all of the tariffs would have a greater effect, reducing prices on many products. Currently, the tariff reductions being considered are only on consumer goods, such as electronics, because consumers would actually see those savings. With demand for most consumer goods still high, it's hard to say just how much prices would go down on a tariff rollback. It is also unclear how reversing Chinese tariffs will benefit U.S. farmers. The U.S. Department of Agriculture reports that China bought over $14 billion worth of U.S. soybeans in 2021. Chinese demand for soybeans has slowed recently, and farmers would definitely benefit from an improved U.S.-China trading relationship. Expect some reversal in tariffs as November elections approach, but don't bank on much lower prices due to their repeal. The NASDAQ is an index that comprises some of the world's biggest companies and is down almost 30% year-to-date. Let's take a closer look at this index and the opportunities within it. The NASDAQ is known for being the home of technology stocks, and technology makes up over 50% of the index. The next biggest sector is consumer discretionary companies, with about 19% of the index. Healthcare, the third biggest sector, comprises almost 9% of the NASDAQ. No surprises that technology companies make up a big portion of the top 10 holdings by weight. Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Tesla, NVIDIA, and Meta are the top eight holdings and combined make up over 44% of the overall index. Pepsi and Costco make up the top 10 and are each a little over 1% of the index. As already mentioned, year-to-date, the index is down 29.5% as a whole. Apple and Microsoft are lower by 20%, Amazon by 30%, Tesla 40%, and Meta is down 50% year-to-date. But take a look at the longer time horizon. Over the last 10 years, the NASDAQ has showed extremely good performance. 
cumulative, the index is up almost 276% with an annualized return of 14.15% over the last decade. I was having lunch with a colleague not long ago and couldn't help but notice a couple of things. First, that we were both of an age that remembers the time before technology dominated everyday life. And second, that there were many families having lunch in the same restaurant and that every kid under the age of 16 was glued to a phone or tablet. Now, that generation will never know a time before devices and the companies that power them. I personally am a firm believer that technology will only become a greater part of our lives over the next 20 or 30 years. How do you see it? By the way, the NASDAQ statistics shared today are in my weekly newsletter. Message me at investwithwalter.com to be added to that list and to receive additional content every week. Join us next week when we discuss currency markets. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.